This essay was a top winner in the 2016 Garaventa Center High School Essay Contest, for which the prompt was the playlist of my life. Live from the Friend Zone by Sage Taylor of Jesuit High School in Portland, Oregon. It's early morning, February of 1966, and the only people who are awake are poets of rambling blues and obsessed lovers, or a combination of the two. Bob Dylan is recording Temporary Like Achilles for Blonde on Blonde. Fast forward about 50 years and you have a rainy January morning, where the only people who are awake are teenagers with self-diagnosed cases of the blues and juniors with serious crushes, or the very likely combination of the two. I'm not writing a song for one of the greatest rock and roll albums of all time, but I'm instead trying to figure out how I can send Hey, that immortal phrase of texting in a new and clever way. Then it hits me. Why express myself with my own words when I can instead send out a collection of one of the best ways of self-expression from some of the best writers and musicians out there? Rather than growing up with gallant tales of knights and ladies, I grew up with the tales of my father making mixtapes for whatever sorority sister his heart currently beat for. I decided that I'll make a playlist for the object of my own affections. And if that fails, I'll borrow one of my dad's breakup mixtapes. I need to open with something that's not too fast, but also not too emotionally heavy. I can't scare off my listener this early in the game. Opening with can't help falling in love? Ugh, too obvious. You've got a friend in me? That's setting myself up for failure. I decide to open with Can't Take My Eyes Off You. It's a love song, but also a classic, so my listener will simply think that I'm opening with a guaranteed hit. Now that my listener is comfortable, my next step is to prove something to her. No, not my love. It's still a bit too early in the game for that. I need to show her that I know my music. I decide to put on My Wild Love. There's a good chance she hasn't heard it, and it's got a pulsing beat, so she'll be nodding her head along in no time. I'm already two songs in, and it's only taken me two hours to decide on them. Considering that my dad once took a week to decide if he should close with a Clash song or a New Order one, I would say I'm off to a great start. My listeners should know what she's in for by now. And she might even be enjoying the playlist enough to show it to her parents. I've hopefully got at least something of their daughter's approval by now, so I decide to move on to wooing them. The first song I put on is It's Not Unusual. The worst thing this song could do is interrupt the dinner by causing everyone to get up and dance. My mom loves Tom Jones, which leads me to assume that all moms love Tom Jones. The mother's approval is a check. Now, on to the father. I make the logical assumption that, being the middle-aged male he is, he's a fan of the Rolling Stones. I put on You Got the Silver. It's got Keith Richards crooning away and is also lacking in 60s drug references, which should make me look the safe individual I am and want to come across as. I start to think about other songs her parents might be fans of, but... Then I remember that I'm acting like the creepy first date that has baby names picked out ten minutes into dinner. I don't even have the heart of the object of my affections, and I'm already trying to woo her parents. I take a step back and look at the time. It's already early evening, and sending the playlist too late makes it seem like the kind of emotional breakdown I normally only have after watching Titanic. I decide that the last two songs of the playlist will come from the artistic object of my affections, 
Bob Dylan. If I want this playlist to really be great, then I need to put it in the hand of the all-time great. The first song I choose is the duet version of Girl from the North Country. A duet love song that's not Don't Go Breaking My Heart? Or the theme from Dirty Dancing? If music knowledge like that doesn't impress her, I don't know what will. The song is one of haunting love and seems to cause reflection in the listener of events that haven't even happened yet. It's one of the songs that the first time I heard it was immediately followed by the second, third, fourth time, and so on. The second song I choose of his is I Want You. If the word joy had a sound, it would be a song like this. The guitar strings sound like they're skipping across a sunlit field, and although I may not know what the lyrics mean, I do know how they make me feel, and it is an amazing feeling. Amazing is how I want my listener to feel after hearing this playlist. So I save it and send it out. I sit back and wait for positive feedback, only to realize my mistake. I ended with a song called I Want You. I got lazy in the end and went too obvious. Rather than sit back, I now begin a pace that I call waiting for dad to open my report card. I suddenly see my playlist being responded to with another song by Dylan. One called, All I Really Want to Do. A song whose one-line chorus goes like this. All I really want to do is, baby, be friends with you. My next playlist is going to be one for a road trip. A road trip to a place more haunting than the Twilight Zone. I'm off to the Friend Zone. Mm -hmm. 